Welcome back to Get Fitty With It. This is your co-host, Holly Stark. And I'm your co-host, Mary Sorensen. For a second, you paused and I was like, did she forget her name? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying really hard not to cough. <laughs> That's okay. Working. We're all here. I took a really oh, deep breath in to like say my name and then it like all like oh one of those moments okay got it anyways welcome back to the podcast happy monday if you are listening to this on release day and we hope you're having a great start to your week um speaking of our weeks mary let's check in how was last week for you what happened how are you feeling um last week was i'm trying to had a day let me tell you um had a week uh, and he wants to talk about it (laughs) For real. I'm trying to think of like what this past week was. I was getting over my period, getting over it. Hangover. Um, yeah, because it was like the worst ever. Like, oh my gosh, it was. I'm, I haven't had one like this since I first got my period. So like, Jeez. that was tough. So like Monday, I'm pretty sure I texted you on Monday and was like, I am just like exhausted. Like I cannot do it. So I took Monday as a rest day, and then Tuesday and Wednesday I lifted. I lifted heavy at the gym. Um, so that was really good. And then I got back on the bike, I think once this week, but it was just like, kind of like low energy, like very, like not motivated. I felt like because of having my period, I just felt bloated. And like, I feel like for me, when I feel bloated, it's so much harder to go like get a workout done, Uh even though like you definitely should be doing that. Right. But like, it's just like, such a confidence thing where it's like well I look like I'm huge because I'm so bloated so like I don't want to go work out because like what's it gonna do yeah like type of mentality which is really bad but that's kind of how I was eating wise I was a lot better um I prepared more of my meals I didn't snack as much as I did last week um last week I was like a, a snacking fiend like I was literally snacking all the time but this week it was okay Um, otherwise everything else was pretty good. Mental health was in check, a lot less anxiety. I think that just like being a female, like if you guys are listening, which most of our audience is female, like when you're on your period, like, I feel like that just gives me so much extra like anxiety and like, just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like you think about so many, like so much more than you do like regularly, if that makes sense. So, but yeah, I'm getting back after it. It feels like really weird for it to be like mid-September already. Gosh, I know. And, but like, I'm I'm ready to go next month, like big goals, like just trying to get back to like a routine in my workouts. Yeah. And last week I challenged you to be kinder to yourself and to, when you had negative self-talk going on, to reframe that into something positive. So I wanted to check in and see how that went. How did it look for you starting the week? How does it look for you now ending the week? Talk me through that. Yes. So I actually thought about this a lot and I, I am a huge proponent, like person who like negative self-talk all the time, like, because I do it in like a joking manner. Like I'm very like self-deprecating in like that way, which is not good, but I caught myself doing it like when I was like super bloated from my period and like just not feeling it. And I was like, you know what? My body is doing what it's supposed to do. But John had to hear about my period like a thousand times (laughs) also. Um, But I was like, my body is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Like I 
and like my body is just going through this and I'm healthy and I have a period. And so like, yes, that sucks that like I'm bloated or like breaking out or, you know, whatever it is like, but at the end of the day, like my body is working and it's functioning properly. And like, just kind of like putting like a purpose behind like things that are not good. Or like, I took a picture with a friend and like <clears throat> my arm looked like ginormous in it. Like, you know, when you like squish your arm against your body. Yes. And when you're done, is this your picture with Katie? Yeah. Okay. I thought you looked so cute in that picture. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a, oh yeah. But guess what? The first one didn't make it to the, to oh. the gram. <laughs> I was gonna say, I love that picture that you posted. Katie. I was like, oh my God, Mary looks so cute. Thank you. But yeah, I was just like, okay, like your arm looks like this because of the way that you're like holding it. And like, yes, you have fat on your limbs, but like you were having a great time. Like you shouldn't have to care about that. And it's just like, I think for me putting in like that kind of mental way of thinking, I'm trying to, words are hard right now. Um, like just changing the way that I think about my negative things about my body or like the things that I think about my body, mm -hmm. because I for sure think that I'm the only one that sees them. And if other people do see it and they don't like it about me, like they're definitely not telling me so, like, yeah, they're definitely not telling me. And like, I don't care. And then I was telling John on the way, like, cause we were going out with my friend Katie and I was like, I really don't care what I look like. Like, that's what I realized this weekend is like, I am such a, like, I, my, I'm a pro at putting on my makeup in the car. I'm like, I obviously like, if I cared about how I looked, you'd think that I would spend like an hour getting ready and like putting makeup on and like doing my hair nicely. And I was like, I guess I really don't care what I think about or like, or what I look like. It's mm -hmm. more about like who I am as a person. Like I'm showing up, yeah. like I made it a point to like make cookies cause it was her boyfriend's birthday. Like I made sure I got a card and like made sure that like I got all these things for other people to like take care of them. And I think that yeah. that's a better part of me than like my like, looks. Like, yeah, hundred percent. So I think that that was like a really big thing too, is just like thinking like I think it's we've said it before but like your body is just like the least interesting thing about you mm -hmm. so it's like that's where I'm like trying to change my thought patterns is like okay if I'm a good person and I'm doing good things and I've got a good personality like those are the things that should matter and not so much like oh my gosh do I look fat in this right so and definitely shifting that good and as the week went on did the kind of flipping it to a positive thought did it become easier for you yes yeah. Did you catch yourself having less negative thoughts? I'm curious. Yes. Okay. I, I keep like prepared with cryo. questions. <laughs> the lie detector detected those lies. <laughs> and you are not the father. <laughs> no, I definitely think, yeah. Once you start actually thinking about it, instead of just like letting those negative thoughts go, like mm -hmm. I could call myself fat every single day. And if I don't like put it in reverse and like catch myself doing that, then like, you're just going to keep doing it. And it's just exactly. going to be more detrimental. Whereas like having the challenge that you gave me this week was like, wait, hold on. Like that was a negative thing that you said about yourself. So now try to change it. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a good week. Um, how about you, Holly? How was your week? I'm so excited to hear about your secret challenge that you had. Yes. So that's kind of what I wanted to lead with. So as I had said last week, I was doing a little challenge for myself, wanted to keep it to myself because I just wanted to see how this is going to change things. So I talked about a couple of weeks ago, I've been feeling really fatigued um, and I don't really know what's going on. I do have, you know, a doctor's appointment that's at the end of October, but 
obviously that's still a month away. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, thinking of what are things that I can change and then I can implement that are realistic. It's not giving myself a million and six things to do, um, but I can also flow with. And so I created a little list, um, which let me pull up here. So I created a little list where um, in the morning when I wake up, I make my tea and I do my five minute journal, um, which is something I had already been doing. I've been doing that for a couple months now. Um, but what I, what I've changed is I do not, I can check my email. I can check my temperature for my, my period and stuff like that, but it's zero to limited scrolling. Um, so I will go for my book, read 10 pages. So I've been reading the woman code each morning. So starting my morning and learning something about my own body, which is pretty cool. Um, and then from there I have been implementing, trying to either work out or walk. There's been a few days this week where I didn't do either just, I mean, I did later in the day, um, but I didn't do it in the morning just due to like the days I start earlier. I kind of would move it around a little bit. Um, And then I want, I've been trying to meditate more in the mornings. I I am loving nighttime meditations though, ever since I started doing a couple months ago. So Mm -hmm. I've been flexible with that, but I've been really implementing like these few things that just help me get up and go in the morning. And so really with waking up and like journaling and reading and things like that, I was like, okay, I like to wake up and, you know, sit on the couch and kind of have that time for myself. So I'm like, how can I still do that without being on social media? And so Monday was a little rough. I bet I read, I got through things. Um, and then Tuesday, so Tuesdays are always my later day. So I usually give myself just time to watch YouTube and stuff anyway. So I, like, mm-hmm. I let myself do that. But um, even like when, or I'm sorry, Thursday morning, I let myself watch one YouTube video, 10 minutes, and then I got into my next things. So um, it's been helping a lot. And I've noticed, yes, I've been still fatigued this week. But overall, throughout the day, my energy levels have been more stable. I feel happier. Um, you know, I'm just feeling calmer. Um, it's something I talked about a couple of weeks ago, as well as with my anxiety, I often get so anxious thinking about the day that I throw up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I only threw up once this week thinking of anxiety. And that was on funny enough Tuesday morning when I kind of let myself be a little more lax with, with everything. Um, so it's not been easy because I've still been very tired when I wake up. And mm-hmm. so to make myself do things have been hard, but there's a few TikToks that I saw. And I know I've talked about this a little bit before, like being that girl, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and things like that. But there was one and it had some voiceover about like, I'm tired of being tired. Um, you know, I know that if I don't basically make the change, it's never going to happen. And I think yeah. the combination with that and that quote that I pointed out of Tara's last week, mm-hmm. those two just really came together and was like, it's so true. If I don't try to implement anything, I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm just going to go to the doctor and be like, well, I've tried nothing. And then we're just going to try medication or something. And I'm not against medication at all, but mm-hmm. I think that there could potentially be other things I can do to help. There's the, yeah. There's things that like, I think that after you try everything that you possibly can, um, without medication, I think that like, obviously, like you said, there's nothing wrong with going on medication, but I do think that people sometimes don't do as much as they yeah. can like or try to do it. Sometimes it doesn't yeah. work. Oh, like sometimes it doesn't work to like change everything and to like right. try doing this, this, and this. But at the same time, I think that it's a huge step for you to like be trying so that when you do go to your doctor's appointment, it's like, I did try these things. Right. Like, this is what I think helps. Like I've seen it help other people. 
but like it didn't work for me type of thing. Yeah. Like I think that I you need to put in the effort before you just like want someone to do it for you. Yeah. And I think that like so often, at least in America, I feel like so often we use medication as a bandage um, and mm-hmm. just get over our problems instead of actually trying to figure out what's going on. And so yeah. that's really important to me to figure out like why I'm so tired, why I'm so fatigued. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I wanted to keep this to myself because I feel like you and I always talk about these challenges and things like yeah. that. Sometimes they go well, sometimes they don't, you know, we've, we both had our good and our bad experiences with challenges, mm-hmm. but this was just something that like, I really need to do for myself, like to get out of this mental space that I've been in. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I just want to keep it quiet. I talked a little bit about morning routines and stuff on Instagram this week, if anyone noticed. So I was like talking about it without telling you guys that's what I was doing. Um, but it, yeah, it's been a good shift for me this week and I'm just feeling a lot better. And I, even coming into the weekend, like yesterday and, and today, I'm just feeling more refreshed. And yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, even it was like halfway through the day and I was just go, 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 like talking and just That's so awesome. energetic and things like that. And Brandon looked at me and goes, did you take a crane or something this morning? <laughs> oh was, my God. Oh. <laughs> That's like, so what funny. With you? He's like, you have so much energy. I can and, see him saying that. That's so funny. <laughs> and like, I'm just, I'm feeling good. I'm just, that's, that's it. I'm feeling good. And I haven't felt this way in a couple of months now, like, especially mentally. Um, yeah. And so yeah, that's kind of how that, that piece went for me, but getting past just the morning routine this week, um, I felt really good in my workouts. I was doing a lot of walks. Um, I did a couple of boot camps and so that felt good. My eating has been pretty decent this week. Um, I got these, by the way, I got these pretzels from, uh, target last weekend and there was like, it's in there like little fall, fall food stuff uh-huh. and they're pumpkin spice pretzels. Mm. Chef's is kiss. it like dusted or is it like a it's chocolate, like a chocolate coating almost oh nice outside okay it's pumpkin spice and it's got that like pumpkin flavor mm-hmm. but also that like you know uh saltiness of the pretzel mm. Mm. Ooh, ooh, love it I love bag throughout the last two weeks or week and a half oh whatever gosh. it's been I'm pretty sure I gave brand like three pretzels um <laughs> So recommend those. They were a great little snack each night and they felt, you know, so festive and fall. Um, but Trader Joe's came out with, um, they came something out similar. And... They came out with a pretzel thing. That's like that. It's like chocolate coated and it's got like pumpkin spice. They came out with a lot of fall products and I haven't been to Trader Joe's in a while and I, I really want to, but like, I know I'm going to spend more money than I need to. Yeah. It's a struggle, you know? Yeah. That's my life. That's a constant Trader struggle. Joe's out those products. Anyways. But like, some things I think that they're just like to me going on my, I'll start my own Trader Joe's podcast. <laughs> I was just about to like go into my whole like Trader Joe's spiel about like, I'll digress. Anyways, um, I did want to say like our challenges that we do though, I think that like even you talking about implementing these things, like there's some things that you're going to implement and it's going to stick. Right. And there's some things that you're like, you might not do. And I think that that's what's good about doing challenges or like challenging yourself to try new things because like, okay, maybe, you know, Tuesday you had more anxiety. So maybe you limit like how much YouTube you watch or like, I know that you didn't really watch a lot, but it's like taking things that like you did that day and maybe like changing them a little bit. Right. And I think that that's what like, I'm like, I think that doing challenges is so like good. And if you fail them, that's fine. Cause you're, you're just finding out what works for you and what doesn't, especially when it comes to like health. It's like, I know that Taylor Woods does like a ton of different like challenges all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she was doing like, 
push-ups every day, I think for like seven days. Push-ups and, and it's challenges yeah, at the same time. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like, and obviously like some of those things she'll continue doing. And some of those things, like she's probably not going to do push-ups every single day. Like, but right. now she knows that she like can do push-ups. She got her form down. Like she got strength from it. Like, I think that challenging yourself to things, even if you can't finish it, like even the 75 day, what is it called? I'm going to have to hard. That's 75, 75 day challenge. The 75 strong man challenge. <laughs> um, but it's just like, I see like so many people who like, fail quote unquote mm-hmm. like that challenge and it's like okay but did you like start like did you decide that you want to start reading every single day like did you decide that you like want to drink a gallon of water every single day did you cut out like I don't know like soda and like now you're like oh I'm never gonna go back to soda you know it's right. like you can learn so much even if you don't that's why I think that that challenges like background is so detrimental because it basically says like if you don't complete it like you're not like you don't have the mental strength and and it's just like so like not okay but I think that like trying those things and like trying to do it and see how far you can get and see if you like like any of that stuff like that's what's important about it yeah and I think too like if you're doing like a little challenge like my morning routine if you're doing something like that for yourself like start small and be gentle with yourself like the day like there's two days I didn't read my 10 pages but I read you know five of the other seven days so like that's a mm-hmm. huge improvement for me from reading zero days last you know two weeks ago yeah um, and 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 so you know I would say be gentle with yourself but also if you're especially if you're trying to create like a morning routine or night routine start small you know 10 mm-hmm. pages or one meditation or you know a 10 minute walk like don't be like well I have to work out for an hour I need to read for 35 minutes I need to drink a gallon of water by 10 a.m like that's too much and you're going to stress yourself out. And I have learned that. And that's why when I created this, I want to be like, well, work out or walk. If I can't get it in the morning, you know, because I start earlier that day or whatever, then great. I'll Mm -hmm. do it on my lunch, but you know, making sure that I'm making me a priority first Mm -hmm. thing in the morning, rather than using it, because as an, as someone who is very, um, just open to others, emotion or energies, Um, like I just pick up on other people's energy very well or very well, very much. And so YouTube, I don't have it. I mean, yes and no, but especially Instagram, like if I'm on Instagram first thing in the morning, because it's just stories, you know, people are doing all these different things. Mm -hmm. I just start taking on that energy. So if they're mad about something, like I can feel that. And like, that's not how I want to start my day. That's not not my problem. That's your problem. (laughs) No, I completely agree. You know, it's been really important for me to cut that because then I'm, you know, watching a video of someone being so sad because something happened, which great, you know, you should be sad in that moment. But if I watch this later in the day, that's fine. But to start my day with that, well, now I'm sad. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, John keeps telling me that TikTok's rotting my brain when he's probably correct. But (laughs) like with TikTok, like, I've noticed that because like, I've been really bad, which is why like, I'm going to challenge myself this week and I'll let you know in just a second, but, um, I'll see like those, that girl, like posts Mm -hmm. or like TikToks or like people like getting their workout in or like doing this. And then like, instead of it being motivating to me in the morning, it like makes me feel bad about myself. And then it's like all day, I feel bad about myself because I'm like, Oh, like I skipped my workout yesterday or like, I didn't eat properly like yesterday or whatever it is and like I'm the kind of person that like when you go to bed like 
you know, when you're like about to go to bed and you're like, I'm going to do all this stuff tomorrow. Like I'm going to get everything done and I'm so motivated. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, I'm so tired. Like yes. I don't want to do anything. That's how I've been. And I think like part of it is because like I do watch TikTok and I do go on Instagram and I see people's lives and I have this like envy of like them being able to do that. But it's like, okay, if I would just like put my phone down, like I could be doing those things too. Like I could be implementing change. So this week, kind of what you were talking, which is so strange because like I thought of this like literally on Friday, um, I want to start waking up earlier, which I say that all the time, but this time, like John's actually helping me. Like he won't let me like, cause he gets up super early cause he like doesn't sleep very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been getting up at like five, five thirty, like sometimes earlier, sometimes a little bit later, but like I'm having him start to like wake me up in the morning so that like, even if I'm not working out, which I'm finding that I'm not really a morning workout person anymore. Like I just don't have the energy for it at that. Like some days for sure I pop out of bed and I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. But some days like, I go to the gym, like I went to the gym this week and like, I want to do like heavy lifts and it's like 8am or 7am. And I'm like, I'm so tired. Like my body is not wanting to like, you know, push weights, you know? Right. So, but I do want to start getting up earlier so that like the things, like, even if they're like mundane, like I watched a TikTok, of course, um, about how she like puts her dishes like in the dishwasher, runs the dishwasher at night. So then in the morning she can come down undo the dishwasher and then it's like throughout the day she doesn't have a like a sink full of dishes that's what I do yeah so it's just like simple things and I was doing that at the beginning of the year and I just like let it go and then my whole sink is like covered in dishes all the time um but it's like even just getting stuff like that done or like sitting and having a cup of coffee we're going into like my favorite season of like being able to like or even just like walking my dogs because like I love this weather where you can go out and like have like biker shorts and a sweatshirt on Mm -hmm. like that is my favorite like or like jeans and a like a t-shirt like that is my favorite weather so like even just like listening to a podcast and walking my dogs like that's what I did this week and it was just like so nice to like and then I like thought of all this stuff like when I texted you and I was like I have all these podcast ideas and it's like starting my day that way and like slower but like still getting stuff done is like so much more beneficial to me so like this week I'm going to try to get up earlier I'm going to try to read at least five pages which I know sounds like nothing but like I don't read So it's like, that's huge for me if I were to do that. So like, I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to walk my dogs in the morning so that they get to, because they're big dogs. They're, they should be walked twice a day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to start implementing a morning routine. So I don't know what it looks like yet. Cause I still have to like write everything out, but like, kind of like that, like making sure that like I get a chore done in the morning, I read, I go on a walk, like just simple things that like and like do my skincare because I've actually been really good at it lately so that's good good. yeah that's like the only routine I have right now is my skincare so but yeah I just think that like what you said is like you don't know like how it can change your life or like how it could fix the things that are going on with you until you try it exactly and um you speaking of reading um last week you challenged me to write so yes if you remember something that I've been doing is rereading my novel so that I can continue to write. So I did actually continue reading this week. I got a good chunk done, still have a bit to finish. Um, but I just haven't been doing it. So I'm happy that I, yeah, you held me accountable. I'm going to do some more reading today. Um, I was reading pages this morning, but I'm going to sit out on my patio later today and do it. But I was also thinking 
if you're interested, because I know you want to read more, I can send you what I do have. And that way, if you want to read, it gives you a story to read, but it also, I would love that to get feedback from, um, I love that not a writer. Um, because sometimes I think, you know, other writers, I love, I loved being in my, my master's program and reading, you know, my other colleagues and, and writer friends stuff, but Mm -hmm. obviously we're always looking for more of the critical, you know, where sometimes it's like, I like to send it to a friend who's not going to be focused on the grammar and stuff like that. And just be like, where you, how you like the story? What do you think? You know? So I was thinking of that this morning. I'm like, I feel like it's a story you might like. So I was thinking maybe we could do that. Like a little, I'd be so down. I love that. I took a creative writing class in college and I like loved it because like none of us were writers. Like it was literally just like for fun. Mm-hmm. And if I could like go back to like doing that. And like, like you said, I think that sometimes like people who are actually writers, like they critique you in a way where like, they're trying to look at it as if it were their writing and not like, cause everybody's got a dip, like a different right. style of writing. So it's like, I feel like giving it to like someone who's like an actual writer. Like, I don't know if that's like always like the most helpful, like you said. Too, like, I feel like as writers, we're looking, not always, but oftentimes we're looking for obviously getting that work out there. So it's like, yeah. you want to be ready for publication and things like that. But it's like, yeah. at this point, I know I'm not there. I just want to yeah. know. And I like, obviously, yes, I use this as my thesis. So I know the story is good. Yeah. Professors would have told me a long time ago, right. um, but I just haven't had anyone read it in so long that uh-huh. I feel like getting some fresh feedback from someone and hearing, you know, what you think and how you like yeah. characters and stuff like that will motivate me even more to get more and in, back into it. I love that. that. I'm so excited. Definitely send it over to me. Macklin, do not bark right now. I will be sending it over after our, after our record, our record. Um, (laughs) No, that's so exciting. And I think that like, like I said, the reason that I challenged you is because I know that like you have like good ideas and you have so much more to like bring into the world, like with your talents. And it's like, I don't want you to like hold back and be like, oh, I never published my book. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. So I kind of like this challenge thing. So do you want to challenge each other again this week? Yeah. So my challenge to you is I know that you just started um, the You Can Run program. Are you done with week two now? Um, Yes. I finished week two on Thursday. So I'm starting week three today after this. Okay. So alongside doing week three, like going into it, I want to challenge you to also walk on the days that you're not running. Already planned it in my planner. Nice. Love We're it. on the same page. Well, that's the challenge. And it seems like you challenged yourself too. <laughs> and then my challenge for you. Hmm. My challenge for you is what time do you normally wake up at? Great question. It depends. I have been so bad about getting up. So like literally like some days it'll be like 7.59 and I start at eight. Okay. So my challenge for you, because I know you said you want to start earlier, and I think it is very, not the right way to go about it if you just start waking up at five or 5.30 with John. That's yeah, too big of a change. So I want to I, challenge you. Wake can up I put, 30. So, wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh, okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No? Go ahead. Because sure? I, I know where you're, what you're going to say, so this actually works out. Because <laughs> I was going to say on an average day when I'm like doing good, it's like 6.30. So okay. go ahead. So yeah, I want to challenge you just 30 minutes early every day, just 30 minutes, 30 okay. minutes is a realistic thing. I That's think cool. if you start saying five or five 30, when you're used to waking up at 
six thirty to seven, you're not going to stick. You're going to do it for a day, and then you're going to tell John, "I don't want to wake up early tomorrow." Yeah, only because it's such it's such a big difference. You're you're gaining an hour and a half to two hours, and your body's not used to that. Yeah, so with thirty minutes this week, and then next week, bring it back another fifteen minutes, or you know, to whatever time you want to get it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I agree. And six o'clock was actually like the time that I was going to push back to. So that works. Perfect. I like that we're on same, the same, same wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. that. Um, we have an, I- an idea. <laughs> we have a topic we want to focus on today. But before we get to the topic, I want to talk about our segue to the topic, which is the one and only my boo, my fave influencer out there, Miss Whitney Simmons. <laughs> yes. And if you guys are listening, you know, if you're a Whitney Simmons fan, you know that she just launched V3 of her apparel on Gymshark. Um, shape and progress, progress and shape. Something like that. I can't remember something how like the, that. Was, yeah. The verbiage. Um, it was the most stressful day of my life. Um, <laughs> because again, if you know Gymshark, you know that like their launches, like the, the system crashes, Small. it's big. Small they, smaller. Yeah. Smaller stock. Which honestly, kudos to Gymshark because they it have so much stock business. for this line. Yeah, this line yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. And I think that like they took the feedback because everybody would be like, what the hell? Like there was like three pieces, like only three well, people got this. One, I remember the first launch a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It was you know, so quick. Um, yeah. Remember you got nothing. I just got a few things. And I remember Whitney being on her stories being like, I'm so sorry. Like, cause she would get yeah. hate messages. Like I couldn't get anything. And I think V2 was a little bit more stock, but yeah, this one, Jim, yeah. good job. And there, and it's still out there. Still so there. like, if you're thinking about getting it, you hear this episode and you're like, oh my God, love Winnie Simmons. Like I should do that. Just love still there. Show. There's still stuff there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, God. I would just like to share what you got. Yeah. Um, so I bought a lot <laughs> on accident, um, as and like, on purpose. As Haley said, Haley Jordan Fit, who we've had on the podcast before. I don't know if you watched her stories on the day of lunch, but she was like, I blacked out. I bought this, 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 this. And then it's like a couple hours later, she's like, I blacked out. I also bought this, 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 this. She had like three <laughs> of those. And I was like, same. <laughs> Literally. like, And then, because you're like, when, if you've ever done a launch for anything where it's like, not a lot of stock or like you really want the thing it's like I was just trying to like ensure that I got something yeah. so it was like I was putting like everything into my cart and like at one point it said that I like luckily they were sold and not luckily because like obviously we wanted them but like luckily they were sold out because I almost bought like five pairs of the eucalyptus leggings because I just like kept hitting add and it like wasn't adding to the cart so I was like okay and then I'm like at checkout and it's like sorry this is like out of stock and I was like oh phew I had five of those so of eucalyptus leggings yeah I was like could you imagine now has um store of just those leggings (laughs) exactly um so I got the Gymshark Whitney crop top in black I got the high-rise leggings in mink I also got the high-rise leggings in dandelion brown and then I got Holly the high-rise leggings in eucalyptus um let's see that's one email Hold, please. On to the next. <laughs> then I got the the cycling shorts in mink. I got the... Did you get the mesh ones or the regular? Just curious. Uh, regular. Okay. And then the mesh sports bra in dandelion brown. The... Which, that's for you. 
Yeah. I was saying, oh, you got me a bra and bra. Yeah. Um, the black crop top and then the black cycling shorts. Why do I feel like I'm missing something here? Did you get you got the bag, didn't you? And then the what did I get for you? You got me the eucalyptus leggings, the brown sports bra, and the black crop top. Yes. Brown sports bra, black crop top, eucalyptus leggings. Yes. And possibly more because some of the stuff I didn't mean to buy two of. So she might also get the cycling shorts. She may also get one of these leggings. <laughs> so on top of it, I bought myself the oversized tea and yellow. And then the next day I realized it's still at stock. So I called my mom, my birthday's coming up in like 20 mm-hmm. days. And I was like, Hey, I don't know what to get, or I don't know what to get you for your birthday. What? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't what, know what you want to get me. <laughs> um, and some of the things that I have been wanting are just more expensive, like an, like a new iPad and stuff like that. So it's not, mm-hmm. so, you know, she's not going to buy me that for my birthday. Yeah. So I was like, you want to buy me some more Whitney stuff? Cause there's actually stock. So my mom then yeah. gave me the brown mesh leggings or the dandelion mesh leggings and then the gray ro- or the mink robe. So. I love that. The mink <laughs> robe is my favorite one. And then I would say like black probably. Yeah. Um, I also got the oversized unbleached shirt. Ooh. Oversized shirt. That was the second I color. wanted the oversized mink, but unbleached is like not that far off from that color. Yeah. So, and that's like a really, there's a store called, it's on my shorts. Hold on. What is it called? Oh, good. No logo. Taking her pants off, guys. I don't remember what this company's called. It's like called like 30 something. I don't know. Anyways, I'll find out. Um, but they came out with like this like mink color. It's more of a like, I would say a sand color, but I've been like really feeling that like sand, it. neutrals, like mm-hmm. very much like. Y'all can't see me at the moment, but Mary can see me. The shirt that I'm wearing, it's like a sandy neutral shirt. I'm into I love it. I love a sand color, a mink, uh, unbleached because it's not white. Like I'm not a white shirt wearer just because I spill on everything, but I loved the colors that she picked. Yeah. Just very much. I I really like stayed away from the, like the pink, the yellow, like the bright colors, like like the blue. Yeah. I love them. Not on me though. The yellow I love on me. I just, that's my favorite color, but the yellow and blue, or I'm sorry, the pink and blue pink. I don't mind, but I feel like I have a pinker skin tone being a ginger. Mm-hmm. So I was, I don't love it, especially leggings. I look, yeah. Cool. Um, blue I like, but to me, I would rather have more of like those staple darker colors. Cause I can just match more with them. Yeah. And like the light blue, I love the color. I don't know what it's called. Actually. I should probably this say one, the right. This one was gold blue. Cause I think the gold last blue. Yeah. Yeah. So gold blue, beautiful color. Oh, I'm yeah. just so white that like, I cannot wear light colors like that. Whereas like Whitney in that whole outfit, I was like, you look stunning. And like with her blonde hair and her like bluish green eyes, like it's just like her eyes become like more blue when she wears it. Obviously in love with her. Uh, the store is called 30 years, by the way, yes. that I got it from. And Whitney actually was wearing it, which is why I bought it. <laughs> close from them love it so it all adds up to Whitney oh my god too funny so but yeah so we all amazing I think amazing colors I think amazing that they had so many in stock yeah and like I said if you and every single one says it's a beautiful day to be alive or some variation of that which you know is Holly's mantra yes from Miss Whitney herself <laughs> yes um, but speaking of Whitney, bring her into our next segue, 
So she was on her very first podcast this week and I'm sure you guys know this by now, a dream guest for someday in the future, Mm -hmm. if she ever does a podcast again, but she's only obviously been like YouTube, Instagram, things like that. So I was really excited because obviously podcasts are a long form and you get to hear, you get to know people a lot more in a podcast than a Mm -hmm. YouTube video or an Instagram story, whatever. So, um, and I hadn't heard of this podcast before, but it's one of Whitney's friends. Um, it's called Flourish called Flourish. And they talked a lot about I mean, everything, but especially, um, Whitney's mental health in the last year and a half ish. Um, and if you do follow her, you know, she's been not on social media as much as she has in the past, Mm -hmm. she's barely been on YouTube, you know, the past year or so, or very limited on YouTube, I should say. And, you know, things like that. And she's obviously opened up more about mental health in general, but this episode, she like really shared what's been going on. And so Mm -hmm. we want to talk about that because there was so much that I think both of us could relate to from her story. Um, Mm -hmm. but also just hearing from someone you love, you know, and, and do look up to and things like that, you know, going through such a hard time as someone who also suffers from anxiety and depression, you know, it's like, I can relate to you like, and God, I'm sorry, you have to go through that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just want to, we both want to kind of open the topic up around not only the podcast and sharing our thoughts on that, but getting a little bit more into just mental health in general. So um, now that I've been talking for like five minutes straight, I'm going to let you take the wheel for a moment. <laughs> yeah. I just think that for one, I rarely comment on people's stuff on social media but Whitney is someone who like, I will like make a comment, like be like, oh my God, you look great in that outfit. Like, even though like, I don't know if she sees it or not, like, cause I'm not usually like fast to like the first commenter yeah. type of thing. And like, they can't respond to everybody, but like on a more private level with Whitney, it's like, she has this group for Alive Inside, which both Holly and I are in and she messages back and you can just tell that it's her and not just like someone working for her, yeah. just in the tone and the voice and like how she says things. Um, she responds to every single one of my posts, every single one to everybody's, not just me, but like everybody, she'll like tell you, like, like during the Whitney launch, like people were like, oh my gosh, I got like all this stuff. Like the first time, the sorry, version two, Mm -hmm. like people were posting in there. I'm sure it'll happen again too, but people were like posting being like, I love this. Like, I can't, like, I can't believe I snagged all the pieces I wanted. Like, I can't wait to wear this. And Whitney would like comment on it and be like, girl, you are like rocking that outfit. Like you look so good in that. And like, she like, but not even just that, like, she'll like go into like, I'm proud of you. Like you're like, uh, you're, this looks great. And you're, that looks great. Like you look like you're glowing, like type of stuff, like comments where it's just like very personal and very like sweet. And she's just like such a sweet person that, like you said, like with her opening up about, opening up about mental health, I think sometimes we see people like that, who's like such a positive, like happy person, like so sweet. Like, I think it's hard to see someone like that struggle mm-hmm. and to, to even think that she could have a struggle because she's so positive. Right. You know? And I think that like for us on the other side of the screen, like we don't know her, but I think people think that they know people, Oh yeah, you know, and that's where like people who are like haters or like leave hate comments. It's like, I think that they truly feel like they have a relationship with her because of the way that she posts her content, Mm -hmm. but like she doesn't owe anybody anything and she doesn't owe anybody an explanation for how she's feeling or why she's feeling that way. And I think that she gives so much of that too. And even in this podcast, like she gives so much of her time to people she does not know. Yeah. 
at, because she feels like she owes them that. Right. And that's just like such a mind boggling. Cause like, obviously like we're just average people. Like we're not like influencers or like not like big influencers, you know? So it's like, it's hard to see someone like that thinking that they owe it to people on the other side of the screen. Yeah. Definitely. That makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I think too, like just hearing her talk about, um, the way she looks at, or not looks, views, I guess, views, comments and things like that, you know, how it's so easy when you think of a celebrity, you think of an influencer and you're going to comment on them to be like, well, they're not going to, they're never going to see that. Yeah. That's all I want. And like, she talked a lot about in this episode, like bullying and things like that and how that obviously affected her mental health. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's so many haters and trolls out there, but like, mm-hmm just some of the things that people message her, like, and I understand this happens to other influencers and, and celebrities too. Like, obviously I've heard about it before, but like, I just hate that, especially when people comment on other people's bodies, like mm-hmm. she was talking about like, you know, her pooch and how people thought she was pregnant, mm-hmm. you know, in, at last year. And then, you know, she's too skinny. She doesn't have a big enough, butt. she's got a bigger, butt. she's not fit. How she can be, how can she be a fitness influencer? Like getting all these messages, like, why do you people fucking care? Like she's just yeah. trying to be her best self and show up for the people that support her. And like, how does her having a pooch, which like, I don't see that at all. So I'm like, who is messaging her that? But like, what does that have to do with you? Like, mm-hmm. does that, like, if she does or doesn't, does that affect my day-to-day life? No, that's her life. That's her body. Like, I would never think to make a comment like that on someone or even just like someone said to her, like, oh, it's so nice to like that you can just take a break. Like people with nine to fives can't take a break. And it's like she was literally building an entire apparel with Gymshark during that time. And she lost lot. someone so close to her. She's, you know, she's fi- like in the episode, she said like she finally went to like a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and got diagnosed mm-hmm. with anxiety and depression. And it's like on top of like all the work that she does it's like, she's also doing her, like her own work on herself and like taking care of herself. I don't know. It was just like mind boggling that people would have the nerve to comment on her own mental health too, like body and stuff like that. Like, yes, that's like terrible, but like you said, it happens to other people. And I'm sure like the mental health stuff happens to other people too, but like just thinking that someone thought that that was okay to like, say like, oh, I can't believe you're taking a break for your own sanity. Like, it's just, uh, I hate trolls and internet people. And like, these are people who like chose to follow her. Exactly. Like just unfollow. Like she said in the episode, like unfollow me. Like, in fact, you could block me to tell and her. I'll never, yeah. I'll like, yeah, you don't have to message her and let her know that you're unfollowing her. But like, even that, like, where did that lady find the audacity? So in, in the episode, which we'll link the episode to this podcast, so you guys can go listen to it as well. Um, in the episode, she says that she got a message from someone letting her know that like they were unfollowing her. And it's like, you just go, go quietly. Like, where do you find the audacity to message her and think that she needs to know why you're unfollowing her? Yeah. Yeah. Bye. And just like the two, she had talked about, you know, since she has been starting to open up her about her mental health and stuff like that. So many people are like, you know, faking that she's faking positivity or, you know, um, just like she, she, too great. Basically she can't struggle with mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few different things she, she kind of mentioned and, um, you know, it's like looking at 
me. And I love to use myself as an example, because for the most part, I am a very positive person, a very happy person. When someone looks at me that doesn't know me, probably couldn't guess that I have anxiety and depression. And then Mm -hmm. I've been like very low and not wanting to leave my bed before. Um, but I have, and I still go through that sometimes, you know, like I have my ebbs and flows with these things. Mm -hmm. It's part of me. It's a chemical imbalance I have in my brain. And it's like, just because she's positive and a light in this world doesn't mean she can't struggle from with darkness. we all have a balance of darkness and lightness within us. There's always going to be parts in our life where that darkness comes out more and heavily within us. Mm -hmm. And we all go through it. We may not all have anxiety and depression. We may all not have a mental health disorder, but we're also going to have that darkness in us. That's going to come up in our life at some point. And I think that's so important. You can be the brightest light in the world, but you're still going to have that darkness. And I just wanted to kind of point that out um, specifically because I think it is so easy and thank God mental health is being talked about more these days, but I think it's so easy to see a positive person be like, they've got nothing. They're fine. Mm -hmm. Just be happy. Well, one, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) Yeah. But two, like what she was saying about like, you know, Hey, at least it's a beautiful day to be alive and things like that. Like sometimes you really just have to tell yourself those positive things to make it through the day. Well, what's that one quote um, that you were saying at the beginning of the year? Uh, It's like about a bad day. What's that quote? Bad day is still luxury. Exactly. And I think that I don't see you as like toxic positivity, but like when I first met you, you were not only struggling with like your own mental health things, but you were struggling with like, like actual like issues, like medically, you know? And it's like, I would have had no idea that you were struggling with that stuff. But also it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter what people are going through. You can still have a positive outlook on the world. You don't just have to be negative because you're going through something negative because all of that's just going to manifest back to you. Mm -hmm. Like I tell John this all the time, like about manifesting. And it's like, if you're just putting negative out into the world, like all you're going to get back is negative. So Mm -hmm. call it toxic positivity. If you want to, like, I don't think that's real. I think that if anything, that's when you like tell someone with depression to stop being sad, like stop being sad. Like that's maybe toxic, but like, I don't think that you saying it's a beautiful day to be alive or like even a bad day is a luxury. Like I don't see those things as toxic positivity. You know what I mean? Like the way that Whitney does it, it's like, you can talk about like things that are going on in your life and have bad things happening, but why should you, because you're going through bad things, just be in a bad mood all the time. Like, what's the point of that? What's the, and like, if that's your purpose in life to just be angry about everything, like, then you're only going to get bad things back to you. Where is that going to get you in the long run? Mm -hmm. Like you being angry because you have, you know, depression and anxiety and things like that. It doesn't mean it's going to change just because you're mad about it. And it's not like we're saying you can't be angry. Yeah. We're all going to feel emotions. We're all going to have times, but it's, are you going to stay in that energetic level? Or are you going to shift yourself out of it? We're all going to yeah. like, um, I don't know if I've even talked about this before on the podcast, but I think we maybe did with Mel. So there is basically a scale of emotion, you know, anger and, and anxiety, and depression, obviously lower on the scale, you know, contentment, happiness, joy, all of those higher on the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and every day, you're going to be somewhere on that scale. Some days you may be in that anger, that depression, that anxiety, those low feelings, but it's how Mm -hmm. you work through that day and how you then work through that next day 
may not be easier, but it's how are you shifting yourself to get to those higher vibrational emotions rather than allowing yourself to wallow in those low vibrational emotions. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, no, that a hundred percent makes sense. And I just think that like the opposite of like anger is happiness, like completely different sides of that scale. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can have both together. Yeah or like sadness and happiness or like sadness and anger. Like I remember I had lost, we had a second puppy who we had lost and like, it was devastating. Like I've never had like something like that happen. Like it was so sad, but like the people who knew about it would be like, oh, but like you still like are going out and you're still like laughing at work. And it's like, okay, but I don't have to just be like, I'm still sad on the inside, but like, that doesn't mean that if someone says something funny, I'm not allowed to laugh. Like I'm not allowed to like have joy as well. Right. So I just think that that's like really hard that people try to put that on you Mm -hmm. because it's like that. I feel like that's more toxic than just letting people have the emotions that they have and exhibiting them. I, I don't know. I just think it's so sad that like So like Whitney lost her friend, like a very close friend to cancer. And she continued to say it's a beautiful day to be alive. And that's, I think what she was talking about when people are like, well, that's toxic positivity. And it's like, okay, but you have no idea what she went through. She like, you have no idea, like her relationship with that person. And also I think that that's such a good mantra after something like that happens, because that's just showing that like, she understands that through this sadness and this hurt, like it still can be a beautiful day to be alive. Yeah. You like she is alive. Yes. Yeah. You're still breathing. You're still living this human experience. And I think that in this human experience, it's, we're often going to have times where we are dealing with multiple emotions at once. I think that's normal and natural Mm -hmm. and we're complicated as humans. Like, yeah. Well, and especially where we're at too, like in corporate America, where it's like nine to five right now in general with everything with COVID and, that too, and yeah. politic wise and things like that. Like there's a lot going on. And if you're mm-hmm. corporate America on top of it, you know, even more. Well, and it's just like, our lives are so go, go, go. Yeah. And to, for, to like, for her to take a step back and be like, I need to get help because of like the go, go, go of the world. I think that for all of us, I think that's a really good message because you should be like Tara said in our last episode. It's like, if you're not taking care of you first, mm-hmm. like you're not bringing anything to like to work, to your family, to your friends, like you are pouring from an empty cup. And How- I think that that's so relevant here where it's like with your mental health, like as much as you want to like push past it. And I think that's what people want you to do is like to not feel the things and not have those emotions and like you said you can have multiple emotions at the same time like that's what's so great about being like a human Mm -hmm. like I just think that people need to stop acting like there's one way to go about living your life and how you deal with your issues and like your sicknesses or exactly like I think that everybody's so like just get over it and just do it and push past it push through like that's everybody's like advice. Like you're going to get through this. And it's like, yeah, but sometimes you have to be in this to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so often, like I was saying earlier about medication. So often I think we put bandages over things especially mm-hmm. in this country and it's like, okay, well, how are you helping anything by doing that then? Like you're like at that point. Okay. Well, great for three months now, maybe you felt awesome. 
you still got that problem. Or if you stop yeah. that, you know, that medication or whatever, it's going to come right back, you know? And yeah. it's, like, it's, I think it's really important to feel into your emotions and ask yourself why you're feeling certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so often we, you know, get mad at a situation or get upset at a situation. And then, you know, that day we continue on and we still feel that, but we don't ever really acknowledge it. So taking that time to acknowledge that emotion, feel into that emotion, ask yourself, why am I feeling this way about this situation or this thing, et cetera. And that's how you can really move past it then. So I think unless you're consciously connecting within, you're not going to be able to come to that realization of how you can work through this, how you can work past this to get to that next version of yourself. That was very like a weird, like channel thing. I just felt like I just got like this message. No, I love that. It actually came out uh, in an understandable way. <laughs> no, it definitely did. I, I think that there's no right way to tell some, like with you, like your anxiety is different than my anxiety and we have different ways of coping with it too. Right. So I, I just feel like we need to not put it in a box. Like, I think that that's like the message of what you just said is like, you need to like be in your feelings. Yeah. And it's okay to feel your feelings. Like, yeah, you don't Mm want to stay there for the rest of your life with that one feeling, but Mm -hmm. if we don't acknowledge them, we can't ever work through them. Yeah. And mental health is becoming such a, I'm glad that it's becoming such a, like a topic of conversation because I don't think that people realize that there's so many different like spectrums of like where you can be with mental health. Like sometimes like you could have like the worst depression for a period. I, what's that called again? That's what the word I'm trying to look. What's that? It's like, um, like a seasonal depression or like when you lose someone, you can go into a depression or you lose your job. Like, it's not like you have depression your whole life. Like some like people do situation or something you may fall. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that like, there's so many different things for like anxiety too. Like some people have anxiety of speaking in front of people. Or some people have anxiety, like driving on a highway, you know, like, but it doesn't mean that they have anxiety their whole life. They don't have it like diagnosed, like, but I think that everybody's trying to be like the therapist of the internet Mm -hmm. and tell everybody like what they're supposed to feel and how they're wrong. And they can't say that they have anxiety and they can't. And she even said, Whitney had said on the podcast that she didn't say anything about it because she would be very specific about the words that she used. Right. She would say, I'm feeling anxious. Like she wouldn't say like, I have anxiety right. until she was diagnosed. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, I, I love that she did that because I think mm-hmm. we all also often web D web MD ourselves and we have yeah. X, Y, and Z. Oh, I do it too. I think we all do it. And until we actually see a professional, like we don't know. So why put a label on ourselves? Because when we label ourselves in or box ourselves in with something not all humans, but a lot of humans will start to see themselves as that sickness or as that disease or as that Mm -hmm. disorder or whatever the hell it is. And it's so easy to get stuck in that mindset of, I am my depression. I am my anxiety. I am my weight gain, whatever the fuck, you know, you're going Mm -hmm. through. And until you actually have someone who can tell you, yes, you have anxiety or yes, then you can identify as that. But at the same time, it's still taking those, um, steps of not, not fully, um, how do I want to word this? Not only labeling yourself as that or allowing yourself to go beyond that label. Maybe that's the verbiage I want. 
like I can sit here and say, Mary, yes, I have depression, but I am, I'm not depression. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Okay. And I just think that the internet tells you a lot of like, they'll see you going through something and they want to diagnose and like, not for like, I wouldn't say for myself, but like, I see it for like bigger creators and like influencers. Like I'll see people's comments being like, oh, you probably have this. Or like, don't say that you have this because you actually have this. And I think that that's so detrimental. Like you said, like, I think that that can put you in a box. It can put you into being that, like you said, like you could be depression because someone's telling you like, you're like, you're so depressing or something like that. Like even a comment like that. Right. It's like, I think that that labels people in a way that's toxic. And then on top of that, like, there's so many people out there right now, like I'm thinking of like someone specifically, but like, I've seen it a lot lately with ADHD mm-hmm. being like this huge thing, which I'm glad that things are being talked about, but I think there's a lot of self-diagnosing going on right now. And I think that saying that you have something that someone actually has can be so bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you haven't been diagnosed with something, you probably shouldn't be saying that you have it. But like on top of that, like, I think that that is kind of rude to people who do actually have like whatever it is, depression, anxiety, you know, ADHD, whatever it is, you know, I think that putting your label on yourself without being diagnosed is very detrimental too. So I am glad that she said that she waited to be like right clinically diagnosed before talking about it because she has like, for me to say something like I have this, like when I thought I had tuberculosis like seven times, um, like for me to say that to the however many followers I have might not affect anybody, it might be fine. But like, she has such a huge platform and she's got so many people who look to her and look up to her, which is also very difficult, especially when you have mental disorders. Like, but I think that it was really like the way that she spoke about it was really good for people who do have it and can relate. And it wasn't like she just broadcasted what she was going through. She now has said what she has and is trying to, you know, say what helps her like it's not going to help everybody it's she's yeah she's giving like her journey and her words and her you know and I think that that's huge because she is such a big creator and Mm -hmm. so many people love Whitney and like look to her in that way that it's like I think that she has to unfortunately like she has to think about what she's saying right definitely and I think one other thing that she had talked about in the podcast that I wanted to talk about was um it was when can't remember if it, which, which co-host it was, but asked her about, you know, when you're, you say you are depressed and you can't leave your bed. Can you actually, like, what does that mean? Yeah. yeah. And I, this hit me because I've been there where I feel like I can't leave my bed. And yeah. it's such a hard thing to describe to someone who does not, who hasn't been there. And mm-hmm. I think she did such a great way of describing it. It's more of like this just like this paralyzation of your body. And like, she was talking about, you know, on, I think it was the one year, or I'm sorry, Brian's birthday, her friend that she had lost, like she Mm -hmm. just not moving a muscle. Her fiance would come downstairs and she just felt embarrassed because Mm -hmm. she better. I've been there. I've been in say, I feel like you've talked about that. Brandon's, you know, working or Brandon's doing this. And I, I can't, I can't, 
I, I literally cannot function as a human and it's hard and you feel like embarrassed. Cause I am someone who's normally a go-getter. I like doing things. I'm always X, Y, and mm-hmm. Z. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Hey, do you want to run there? Do you want to go on a walk? You know, things like that. And when you're in that state, like, uh, it's like, I don't sit in here with the TV on a lot of times. Like I just, I'm just here. And that is not something that everyone's going to feel in in this life. And it's not something unless you've been there that you can relate to. So I Mm -hmm. love that she talked about that because it truly is like a paralyzation of your body. Like you can't move and you feel heavy and you, it's just like every part of you, you can just feel the sluggish, like not sluggishness, but like feel this like darkness sitting in you. And so I just love that she talked about that because I think that's something that doesn't always get talked about is like how, how that actually feels for someone who's in that and how they feel about, you know, their partner seeing them that way, or their, their, their best Mm -hmm. friend seeing them way or whatever, whoever they may live with, you know, their parents, whatever. And I could completely, completely relate to that. You know, it's like, as looking back at it now, like those, some of those days that I look at, like, I'm not embarrassed that Brandon saw me that way anymore because I'm like, that's just who I was. You know, I was going through it. I was having a day or a week or a month or whatever. But when you're in it, you're like, I am a failure. You know, my, my spouse or my fiance or whatever is out there, they're doing things and they're looking at me like, who the fuck is this person? They can't Mm -hmm. even fucking go to the bathroom on their own. And so I, I'm, I, I just want to talk a little bit about that and kind of point that out that those are real things. Those are valid things. I felt yeah. it and it can be hard to work through mentally, whether you're the person going through it or you're the person that's on the other side, you know, as they're whoever they live with. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think that one thing that I personally struggle with, with that aspect of it is when you're on the opposite end of it, when you're the person who has the friend who is like that or is going through it. It's like, I feel like on my end, I don't know what to say to people. Cause like, you don't want to be like, Oh, well, you'll get better. Like you'll get through this. Like I'm, I feel like more apologetic about what they're going through. And I don't know if that's even like the way to go about it. But like, I do think that it's hard to see like a friend or family member or spouse, like going through it. Because like, I think that sometimes they just don't know what to say mm-hmm. because it's like, you are such like, I remember it was, we were working at the job that I'm currently still at, but we were in the office and I remember you had like one of your worst like anxiety days and you start crying at your desk and like you had said like I just feel so embarrassed mm-hmm. and you ended up leaving for the day and it's like in that moment like I had no idea because like you're so like you are so positive and you are such a person that like brings light to other people and like makes people like cheer like cheers people up type of stuff you know so like seeing you in that state it was just like I had no idea like what to say and I feel like maybe you could talk on that like because you do go through it and like for Brandon or, you know, someone else who's like in this situation with a significant other or a friend, it's like, what, what should they do in that situation? I think is my question. I mean, I feel like everyone's going to be different, but for me personally, like, it's not even like, I think if a few different things, like I'm not, I don't care what a friend or, you know, Brandon says like you that day, like, I didn't care what you said. The fact that you were there, Mm -hmm. that's what matters to me. The fact that Brandon's here, that's what matters to me. I know, I know that when I work through this episode, this emotion, what, you know, what I'm going through, 
that I still have the love and support from you as my best friend, from Brandon as my fiance, you know, my mm-hmm. mom, from, from my mom, whatever. And so I feel like even when I have dealt with like one of my other good friends has a lot of anxiety and depression. So her and I talk about these things often with each other. And it's like, I even for with her, I'm like, I'm so sorry you're going through that, you know, know that you're going to get through that. And it's like, yes, it's great to say those things, but also just knowing that you have that person, even if they don't understand what you're going through, just knowing you have the love and the support from that person. That's, that's what I need. Mm -hmm. That's what helps me. It doesn't even matter what you say. I don't care if you don't say anything. Just the fact that you show up for me. That's enough for me. I'm like, start crying. <laughs> but I, I also think that like, it's important to talk about like, cause I know that you've said it before and I know that Whitney said it of being embarrassed when you're going through something like that. And I think that it's not something that should ever be embarrassing, but I do understand like where you guys are coming from with that. But it's just like, I hope that people listening, if you do go through that, like it is never like for me, like that day when I was talking to you, it's like, no, like you're going through it. Like you had a lot going on in your life, like plus a stressful job, like on top of it. And it's just like, unless like you're a huge dick, like no one's ever going to be like, oh my God, Holly, I can't believe, you know what I mean? Like, I just like, I don't think that people should feel, and I understand the feeling, like I said, but just like not being embarrassed about that because it is something that like you can't control. Right. Exactly. And I think that's such a hard thing for some people to realize. And I think they said this in the podcast too. One of the the co-hosts said like, she didn't realize that, you know, depression is like an actual chemical imbalance in your brain, you know? Uh And like a lot of people, I don't think know that, like I've known this very early on because my grandma had depression. My mom has depression both of them have been on, on and off medication. So this is something I've been very aware of. Um, both of my aunts too, actually, or my mom's sisters. Well, she's got three sisters, two of them though, that we talked to, mm-hmm. um, you know, they've both been in and out of depression and, and my one aunt, you know, she's battling cancer. So she has even more, you know, on top mm-hmm. of this. And so I think that for me, I've been so aware of these things for so long, even though maybe it wasn't always always open, not openly talked about my mom. My mom has no filter. We, she told <laughs> me. but it, it's not like she hit it, but it's not like she always, she was always talking about it. Um, but you know, I think that I don't even remember where I was going with that to be honest, but <laughs> I think that like, just allowing yourself to, whether you're in it or you're not allowing yourself to just show up Mm-hmm. as a friend or when you're in that moment just show up and know while it might feel embarrassing it's not the end of the world you're processing a human emotion maybe you've got a lot going on but also remembering that these things actually are like a chemical imbalance like mm-hmm. you actually were created where something is not I don't want to say not right because I don't like that that term that verbiage yeah I think that's just the easiest verbiage to something use. is off yeah something that's is off. also not great verbiage yeah and it's like it's, it's not something where I can just take a pill or do X, Y, Z. And it's this imbalance just goes away. Like that's mm-hmm. technically probably always going to be there. It's how I work yeah. with it after day. Yeah. I completely agree I with that. Family, but I think I tied that back around. <laughs> no, you absolutely. And I, I do think that there's a lot going on. Like we said in the world right now, where some people are experiencing this for the first time. Yeah. And just because you didn't have depression, two years ago before a, a, you know, a national pandemic, like, doesn't mean that you can't have those things now. 
Like, I think that that's a lot that people are struggling with. Cause I had talked to a friend who is going through it right now. And she's just like, I've never had anxiety before. I've never had, like, I've never been depressed. Like I've never like, like had that happen to me. So I think that there's things in your life that can change that can cause this. And like, this is huge. Like you're locked in your houses, mm -hmm. but like, and just like you said, like all the different like political things going on, like just there's a lot and you're finding out a lot about like your friends and family and who they are and, you know, or who you live with, like whether it's a roommate or a, a significant other, like you're finding out a lot more about people in general, which can be difficult sometimes, Yeah, you know, and some people are dealing with loss, which a lot of people are dealing with loss right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really hard, but I think that opening up this topic is really good because I think that some people aren't necessarily like taking care of themselves, which is why I was so glad we talked to Tara last week, yeah. <clears throat> just about all of this, because sometimes you don't know that you're like, it's happening to you yeah. either. Like John, when he got um, blood clots last year, mm -hmm. last year already. Yeah. Almost a year now. Um, when he got blood clots, he was so stressed about like, cause they can kill you. And like the emergency room, like didn't give us that much information. So we thought he still had clots and he was taking the thinners to get rid of them. We didn't know that he didn't have any anymore. And he had his first panic attack because he thought that one of his clots, which wasn't even there, like ruptured and that like he started like not being able to breathe. Like he had a panic attack. We had to call the ambulance, everything. And it's like, until that happened, like he's never under, like he had never experienced that before. Right. So it's like he didn't even realize he was having a panic attack because he's never had one before. Right. So I think that there's a lot of people who like will have that experience, not, not a panic attack, but like maybe a panic attack, maybe an anxiety attack, maybe, you know, you become really depressed and you just, you've never had that before. So I think that like opening up the, t like the discussion and like knowing that like people can ask questions and like, maybe not to us, but like seek help find someone like talk about it because they might be able to tell you like exactly what you're going through definitely definitely I think this is I think this has been one of my favorite episodes honestly that we've ever recorded mm -hmm. I, yeah. I we've talked a lot about mental health in previous episodes but I feel like we haven't really opened up this deeply I don't, I don't think I've opened up this deeply either about just how I feel with my depression and anxiety too and like what it feels like to be in that state and that's mm -hmm. something that like I said earlier I don't think it's talked about a lot and I wish it did Cause I think it would be helpful for people who don't, for people who don't suffer from, you know, certain things, just help them understand. I, they're mm -hmm. not going to know what it feels like, but at least they can be like, they can have that, um, information to process to be like, I don't get it, but now I can understand how your brain is working in those moments. Yes. And I think that it's such a, like, you can feel so alone in it. So and I could only imagine what it was like back in the day when like it was not talked about and it was seen as a bad thing mm -hmm. to be dealing with something and just feel so alone. Yeah. Even when I first started, like, you know, when I was first diagnosed with anxiety and depression, it was when, um, you know, I lived at the old Schomburg place. So when you and I mm -hmm. first really, you know, started becoming friends and stuff like that. And I talked about it obviously with you and Melina a lot because I was friends mm -hmm. with you, but I wasn't really talking about it online. Like, you know, it's, it was becoming more talk about at that point, but that was still what five years at least ago at this yeah. point, you know? Yeah. So it's not like I was talking about that on my Instagram and it, it, it felt weird the first times I started sharing about it, but then I was realizing so many people, you know, would 
comment on posts or reach out and be like, you know, just people I know, you know, it's like, yeah. not even at that point, was it as many people I don't know, you know, and, oh, I have that too, or I felt that before. And I never really knew how to describe it, you know, things like that. And so mm-hmm. it's like, to me, sharing my story of my mental health has been just so freeing because not only am I being open with myself about it and how I feel in these moments, but like Whitney was saying in the podcast, it's even if it's not the exact, really, um, exact situation, someone else on the other end may be going through, mm-hmm. you know, for you, you have anxiety hearing me or hearing Whitney talk about the anxiety. It may not be the way, same way you process yours, but sometimes it can just that aloneness feeling. Okay. I know at the end of the day I have this, but Holly has this and Whitney Simmons has this and so-and-so has this. I mm-hmm. am not the only person suffering with this. And that sometimes is enough to get you through it because mm-hmm. you absolutely know 500 million other people. I know that's an exaggeration, but yeah. you know, probably not off by much, yeah, you know, suffer from anxiety as well. And it's not just me that has to feel this way. Yeah. And I think that for me, I grew up in a very like push your feelings down, just push through it, like get over it. Like very much that kind of mentality my whole life is like shit happens, keep moving forward. Like don't dwell on it. Don't sit in it, which is good. But also I was not feeling my feelings for like a very long time. And I was not discussing what I was going through at all because it was just like embarrassing as we've talked about. It's like embarrassing to say that you're not strong in those moments or you aren't yourself in those moments where like only just like in the past two years have I actually started like telling people about it and like saying what happened and like things from my past like that like are now coming up like things that I did or like things that I was going through when I was younger that I never talked to anybody about like I I was going through it and never said anything to anybody never did anything about it never like wanted anybody to know that kind of stuff and I think that it's very freeing to be able to say like I have anxiety like I have that I'm going through it I'm working on myself I'm trying to like find ways that are beneficial to me and I think that in the past like I've just sat in it Mm -hmm. and not let anybody know and I think that it needs to be talked about because I think it was when you did one of your solo episodes and I remember the amount of response that you got from it just Mm -hmm. of people being like yeah me too yeah like I'm going through that as well and it's like ever since I like like you said it was so scary to post something on the internet because there's so many people who can judge you there and what'd you say I said oh exactly yeah and I think that once I started opening up about it it like kind of makes you feel not feel better but it makes you feel like seen and it makes you feel like the aloneness is gone like you said and like other people are going through that too and I think that you have a way of putting things like you said like even in that episode when they talked about like does it mean like not getting out of bed like literally I think that you have a good way of like putting how those feelings are into words Mm -hmm. and I think that a lot of people like need to hear that and I think that you know, but before it's like, I would really only tell you about it. Now it's like, I'm telling whoever's listening to this podcast as well, you know? And I just think that it, it doesn't make you get better, but it makes you feel better. It makes if that makes sense. Yeah. It makes you own what's actually going on in your life. And it, it's like you said, like, it makes you not that thing. 
Yeah. Like I am not anxiety. I have anxiety. Right. Like I think that when you don't open up and like say something or try to help yourself, like you are that. Yeah. You. It's like that um, one commercial. Did you ever see that? It's for like um, like Zoloft or something, and he's just like this little like ball. You know what I'm talking about or no? I feel like, just like I, these I little... feel like I do. But and it was like really it was it. like a like a black like rain cloud yes, okay. with like him yeah and then like he turns like into this like white ball yeah anyways I feel like that's kind of how it is like you're walking around with like all of this like sadness and like not sadness but like you're suffering in silence yeah exactly and it does feel like you're just your whole like demeanor is different and you like are a different person until it's you're taking care of it you know then you can be you again. Definitely. So I think with this episode, it's been a little bit of a heavy one, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just talking about things. So to start to wrap us up, Mary, because we haven't done this in a little bit with just us, what are three things you're grateful for today? Um, today I am grateful for, um, <laughs> I'm grateful for this podcast because I think that a lot of things that we talk about are not only helpful to others, but like healing in ourselves to be able to like open up about it and talk about things like this. So I'm grateful for our podcast. I am grateful for my dogs because they're the cutest little things in the whole freaking world. And I am grateful for mental health awareness. And the fact that we are able to open up about it now, whereas before it was so like frowned upon and you were looked down on. And I don't think that that's how it is anymore. I love it. Yeah. What about you, Holly? What three things are you grateful for today? Um, I would say kind of going off of your lesson, I'm grateful for this conversation. The fact that we get to have this conversation, get to share this conversation and put it out into the world. Um, And the fact that Whitney got to have a similar type of conversation with a friend, you know, a friend of hers and get to put that out because obviously she's getting to reach people on such a large scale. And mm-hmm. I, so I think for both, you know, just getting to have the, these, getting to put these conversations out into the world, but also getting to know that other people get to hear these conversations. Um, I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for that. I'm also very grateful for breakfast tacos that I made this morning. Um, you were so excited about those breakfast tacos. I, let me tell you, I got two text messages. I don't eat breakfast a lot and, um, I started eating eggs again. And this is something my mom used to always make when I was younger. It's just hash brown sausage and eggs. Obviously I use veggie sausage in mine mm-hmm. um, and Brandon had never had them either. And there's just something so lovely about a breakfast taco in the morning. Um, so, and I started doing my, my hash runs in the air fryer, which is a game changer. Um, so grateful for that. And then, um, third, I am grateful for, just getting to have the human experience that I do get to have. I think I am such a duality of lightness and darkness. And I feel like I definitely have more lightness in me. Um, but I feel like because I do have such a rooted darkness in some ways, it gets to shift and alter my experience. And I am so grateful that I get to then share that experience with others because so often, like we were talking about that darkness can really consume you. And it's how you bring that light into the world and work your light through it. And I want to make sure others can do that. I love that. I think that's how we end. I love it. There's nothing else I could say that'll beat that. 
<laughs> so with that, remember, it is a beautiful day to be alive. You are alive today and be thankful for the breath that you have and the steps that you get to take and the things that you get to pick up. And until next time, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>